What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Star Wars season here on Cinematic Reviews. You can find this episode and the rest of the season on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Today, I return to the Obi-Wan Kenobi show with my reaction to part three. There's a lot to talk about, so let's just jump right into it. Part three of the Kenobi show was freaking awesome. We got more relationship building between Leia and Ben, as well as the return of a fan favorite character. Keeping Obi-Wan off of Tatooine for another episode is a smart move by the creators. Fans are honestly burnt out on it, with the Boba Fett show and the Mandalorian show both featuring Tatooine. We also finally get Hewan wielding his lightsaber, and it was epic. This series continues to get more awesome as the parts come out. I just wish it was more than six episodes. Rumors are coming out about that there being a second series, but I'll believe it when we get a legit confirmation from Disney. It will all depend on how this series ends. If it has a fitting conclusion, I'd rather not get a second season. So in this part, Leia and Ben escape Dayu, but are forced to land on a similar looking planet as Tatooine. They, of course, run into the Empire and have to find a way out to get off world. We get more blaster skills from Ben as he fights some stormtroopers after Fred, who is the truck driver, snitches on him like a little bitch. I was hoping we would get an attempt at the mind trick from him, but I do love the twist of the Empire officer turning out to be a friend of the Jedi. It was a good way of showing that hope isn't absolutely lost in the galaxy. She helps Ben and Leia, but they are cornered by none other than Darth Vader. Ben decides to stay behind while Leia is escorted off the world. Seeing Vader return is such an epic moment for me. He was always one of my favorite characters. Hated returning as Vader is even more epic. I think he is doing a phenomenal job so far, and I can't wait to see what he does with the character in the last three parts. James Earl Jones returning as well wasn't a huge surprise, but it was still really awesome. He is the voice of Vader. No one can replicate what he has done over the decades. Vader coming into the village murdering the locals one by one was so terrifying. We haven't seen this side of Vader in live action before. The best part in this episode was by far the lightsaber duel between Ben and Vader. I love the choice of Ben being rusty with his lightsaber, because he has been separated from the Force for nearly a decade. The scene of Vader Force choking Ben and then burning him in the fire was so intense. Fans know he doesn't die until A New Hope, but it's still a scary moment. Ben is saved, of course, and escapes Vader's clutches. One more note on the duel, though. I love the cinematography and the bright colors of the lightsabers during the whole fight. I think it was a great choice having it happen during the nighttime. It made the scene more intense and frightening, especially when Ben is being burned. I doubt this will be the last time that we see Vader and Ben square off with the lightsabers, but I'm assuming Ben will learn from his mistakes and receive guidance from Qui-Gon Jinn before facing Vader again. I think we get that face-off in the final episode. I could see the show taking a couple of the next episodes to get Ben back on his feet, leaving that epic showdown between him and Vader at the end of the series. Now, jumping back to Leia and Ben towards the beginning of the episode, I really love the scene of them on Fred's truck. Their back and forth is so well done. The moment when Leia asks Ben if he is her real father is so heartbreaking. So there is a huge fan theory floating out there about Obi-Wan being in love with Padme. The prequels did have a couple of hints to it, but I think Obi-Wan loved Padme in a a more uh, friendship sort of way. Anakin loved her, and since Obi-Wan saw him as his own brother, he also grew fond of Padme over the years. I'm in the camp of Obi-Wan only having one love, and that was Satine. For those that out there that haven't watched Clone Wars yet, Satine was the Duchess of Mandalore in the secret level of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I highly encourage everyone to check out the animated shows just in case she pops up in the series, which I really hope happens. With Obi-Wan getting injured, it may be time for some more back to tank 
flashbacks to the next couple episodes. It would be so awesome if we got Clone Wars flashbacks with Hayden and Hewan, along with Satine and other fan favorites. But back to this week's episode. I really love the relationship that is going on between Ben and Leia. They bounce off of each other so well, especially when they're lying to the stormtroopers in the truck. Ben almost blows blows it, but handles it pretty well because it helps the, the stormtroopers are so gullible in this universe. So far, the only negative I have of the show is Reva and the Inquisitors still. Reva is a terribly written character, and I honestly hope that she becomes more irrelevant as we get more scenes with Vader. I'm sure we'll get some backstory on why she hates Obi-Wan so much, but I honestly don't care to find out what that reason is. All the Inquisitors are just unwanted noise at this point. Give me more scenes between Leia and Obi-Wan. Give me more epic showdowns between Vader and Obi-Wan. Bench the Inquisitors, because it's not working for me. It was a neat idea having them be the ones to hunt down Obi-Wan and the remaining Jedi, but it wasn't executed very well in this show. I hate to compare the two, but Jedi Fallen Order did it way better. The story with Cal and the Inquisitors in that game was so well done. I could tell they tried to replicate it with also doing a different spin on it, but it's just not working right now. Unless they are written better in the last three parts, they will remain only a negative of the series for me. And that's disappointing because the Inquisitors are awesome characters in both Fallen Order and the Rebel show. Overall, I do love this series a lot. Aside from the Inquisitors and a few nitpicks about the quality, it's an incredible Star Wars show still. It's too early to rank it against the other shows and the Star Wars universe as a whole, but I think it will end up towards the top. The biggest biggest question will be, does it outrank both seasons of The Mandalorian? Mandalorian is such a special series, but Hewan is killing it so far, and we'll see what the last three episodes end up being. I'm pretty positive about three things happening in the last three parts. One, we're going to get Liam Neeson back as Qui-Gon as Force Ghost. With us seeing a couple moments of Ben trying to connect with him, it's pretty much confirmed at this point. Two, we're going to get Obi-Wan back to full strength when he goes up against Vader again. This will tie into the Qui-Gon appearing through the Force. He will give Ben that push that he needs to become Obi-Wan again. And three, we will get flashbacks to the Clone Wars. With both Mandalorian and Boba Fett having huge tie-ins to the animated shows, it makes sense to include live-action versions of certain moments from the Clone Wars. Now, what moments will those be exactly? Anything is possible at this point. If I had to guess, though, I would say a couple of moments with Hayden and Hewan in the Clone Wars outfits for sure. Hopefully a moment between Obi-Wan and uh, Anakin, as well as either Mace Windu or Yoda. Either way, we're definitely getting some flashbacks, whether it's dreams or in the back to tank. I would prefer dreams since we got a ton of back to tank usage from the Boba Fett show. I'm really excited for next week's episode as well as the rest of the series. I honestly believe that this show can stick the landing and give us the Star Wars experience that we haven't had yet. Well, that'll do it for my reaction to part three of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Join me next week for my reaction to part four. Also join me every Monday for a new release. This Monday, I will be finally giving my thoughts on Michael Bay's newest film, Ambulance. But until then, may the force be with you, always.